Today, I'm with Paul Lee. We're going to talk about the page speed of your website and why that's important for SEO and why it's important for the user experience on your website. Welcome to the Biz and Life Done Well podcast, where we explore what it means and what it takes to do business and life well. I'm your host, Peter Wilson. If you're like me, you're intrigued by stories of common people who have achieved uncommon success in business and life. Join me as I interview fascinating people about how they got started, their successes and failures, their habits and routines, and what inspires them. Paul is our SEO expert. He dives really deep in the weeds with SEO. So that's why we're going to Paul today. First thing that I'd really like to talk about is this whole notion of page speed. What are we talking about? One of the big shifts that's happened in SEO in the last couple of years has been, you know, Google's always wanted, you know, have your, your site to function well and all that kind of stuff. And it, it added a definition of that, that your site has to be fast. And um, over the last few years, after initially introducing that as a ranking factor, as something that would affect where that where you land in that you know one to fifty spots on the uh, for various searches, they've dialed up the importance of that. So nobody knows the exact you know algorithm that Google uses. It's extremely complicated, but um, we do know from experimentation that page speed matters more and more than it than mm. even a couple of years ago. So there's become a new emphasis in SEO of not just putting the keywords in the right place. We still need to do that, not just getting the right kinds of links and you know having good, good business profile stuff and all that. But now we've got this technical aspect to it as well as how fast does your site go? So we've ended up kind of morphing into you know optimization for speed experts. Right. And that's been really interesting. But the reason why this has happened. Well, let, let's let me cut you off right there, real quick. So, page speed, just to be clear, is oh. how fast the page loads. Yes, from the time you press enter or you click to the time you can interact with the page, and then the time that the page is fully loaded, which are two different things. You know, you, you open up a website, you can see the first image, maybe, but you can't scroll any further. Um, then stuff kind of fills in. Um, sometimes that you see nothing for like 10 seconds and then boom, it all lands in one shot. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so Google matter, measures all the little things in between, um, you know, how with the first little slice of information, everything else. But what you're basically wanting to do is get a usable, visible page as quickly as possible to the user. So the user, so what they're really talking about is how quickly it actually, the page, a page, a website, a homepage, any page on a website renders for the user so they can use it. And obviously we've gone from desktop to mobile. And mm -hmm. so rendering on a mobile device uh, because of the speeds and other factors can take longer right so yes yes yeah and and it's it's much longer so they're two different animals so you really need to measure on both um the, you know because uh not only is it generally desktops are connected to faster networks than um you know some people you know driving out in a rural area might be on a slower network mm -hmm. um but also the processors inside of phones are less powerful uh than desktop processors are so script like javascript I've, and things like that makes makes i've, I've also heard difficult. that uh just to geek out for a second here i've also heard and i don't know if this is true that um even if you have a web browser on an apple device like chrome 
it's still going to use Apple's rendering engine mm. Mm. and that can slow things down. One of the reasons that um, I think it's super important now with respect to SEO is the fact that Google has switched, was it like a year ago, year and a half ago to mobile for or a mobile uh, search results is their primary search result to rank SEO. Yeah. 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 And they, they, so they, that means like a lot of people, if they test their website for speed, test it on desktop generally. Um, and they miss out on the fact that you can have a site that ranks as an A, you get a good score, you're, everything's going, what seems to be going well on desktop. And then you can look at your mobile numbers and gag because so they're just even, terrible. You, so if you run a website, let's say your law firm or something, and most people happen to be using desktop for that, you know, to find that type of service, for example, mm-hmm. you're still going to get penalized in the search rankings if you have not optimized for mobile. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, and even in a place like that, you'd be surprised how many people will use an iPad or a tablet or a, you know, a phone or something. So, yeah. um, you know, so Google's thinking behind that is that that, that stuff is just going to grow, you know, um, and so we want to pay more attention to it because we believe that they believe that it's going to be more and more of the share of traffic to the site. Right. Yeah. Cool. So, um, so Paul, what is good page speed? (laughs) Um, That's a really common question because you say, okay, page speed matters. uh, So what is a good page speed? What, what are we aiming for? You should be able to interact with the site within three seconds. And that probably is right there caused some people to, you know, to go, uh-oh, because <laughs> they or, know their website doesn't do it in three seconds. Or do I have to get out a stopwatch? And <laughs> good news is you don't, because there's a right. bunch of tools that we can use to test it. But Yeah, in fact, we'll talk about more of that at the end, but I, I, I definitely, you know, you don't have to get a stopwatch out. In fact, if you tried that, you wouldn't get accurate results because right. obviously you probably have been to your website. So you're when you reload it, it's reloading out of cache and it's doing all these other kinds of things so that you would, you know, not necessarily get the same, same response that somebody else would get. So it's best to kind of do it from a controlled environment through certain software that emulates the loading of the, of the page. And then you get apples to apples comparisons, but yeah, three seconds. And that's a pretty high, you know, barrier for a lot of people. That doesn't mean the site has to be, the page has to be fully loaded, but it has to be interactive and like usable Usable. by three seconds. But yeah, the closer you can get to three seconds for complete as well, the better off you are. On mobile, you're probably not going to get there, Like, but you get as close, you need to get as close as you can. Right. That's what you're looking for. Let's just kind of dissect it a little further in terms of Mm -hmm. the, um, you the actual things that could be messing up with the page speed of your website. You got three things. The first thing that you talked about was website hosting. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, you know, they go for the budget hosting. They go for something where they, they they're comparing this one has, has it for $14 a month and this one has it for $12 a month. So they're going to go with the $12 one. Yeah. Ouch. You know, I, I, mm-hmm. I get saving money I, and, 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 you know, in this economy, you know, as they say, um, I understand, but I don't know. That's a bit like um, just renting the smallest office space you can possibly get and just cramming <laughs> everybody in it and saying, well, you know, it's the budget. Getting um, the smallest so, air conditioner you can. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody just st- stands closer to it. So a lot of this budget hosting stuff, I mean, you are one website hosted on a computer, which hosts thousands of websites. 
So it is sharing the resources for its of its processor and memory and hard drives and everything else across thousands of websites. Of course, it's going to respond a little slower than a machine yeah. that is, say, dedicated to it. Now, that may maybe a dedicated machine is too much, is, is overkill, but there are ways to be in between. Um, there are cloud solutions, there's other kind of solutions that, that, um, that can be much more efficient where you're actually directing more uh, resources. A lot of the, the first thing that happens, so picture you're, you're, you type in uh, uh, the address of your, uh, your place you want to go, bizmarketing.com, enter, okay? You hit enter, and then there's an exchange of information. Your browser talk, finds the name uh, where, and where that goes to, then talks to that server, says, can I have the web page, please? And then the, then the server sends the web page back. So that time that happens between you hit enter and you get the first byte of the web page back is what's known as time to first byte. So that should be in the 200 millisecond area. Mm -hmm. like, I mean, it's obviously a slice of a second. So you know, 200 milliseconds. Um, that's what you're looking for. Um, but I've seen sites commonly where that is one second, 1.4 seconds. That means literally nothing can happen between for that website for one it's dead air and yeah. then it starts to load so that, that usually yeah. is is hosting that That's could even be uh dns servers but um could be pick lots of things but it's usually that the server on the other end right is overloaded right so with respect to hosting i mean one thing i would talk about quickly here is um we host well over 100 sites through our uh platform and we used to use GoDaddy. Um, we still use them for domain, some domain stuff. We've kind of switched to Google domains now, but um, about a year, a little over a year ago, we switched all of our hosting over to a cloud host called Kinsta, which is just, all they do is WordPress. That's it. And it's completely optimized for WordPress. I know you've had a little interaction with this as well. The cool thing about Kinsta is that it's actually a front door gateway to Google Cloud services. So the sites that we're hosting are actually hosted in Google's cloud. Okay. So, wow. Yeah. And that's um, there's there's other solutions where you can get hosted in the Amazon cloud or the Microsoft cloud. This one just happens to use and it's optimized for the Google cloud. So there's um, virtually no um, shared resource blockage at all because e the way that they set it up, each site is just its own instance in the cloud and can run, you know, uh, as, as fast as, as Google can optimize for it. So now we've got Google working on our optimization for speed. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's what you need. Uh, you need something like that solution. I mean, I I noticed the difference a year or so ago when we switched to Kinsta. The sites were snappier uh, yeah. and rankings rose. I mean, yeah. so, so yeah. like we can testify that is a thing. Um, you yeah. know, speeding speeding up the site, and that was just by changing hosting. Yeah, um, yeah. and uh, I think uh, I think that's something that a lot of people need to consider. That's like the first step. And it's, some people, oh, it's too difficult. There's a lot of like we can make it. So you can move the host. There. Right. That, exactly. That is, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now the next yeah. thing on your list is uh, unoptimized images. And that has probably been 
<laughs> one of the biggest ones that I used to be a, a you know, I, I was guilty of that one uh, when I would be putting websites together. I no longer build websites. I let others that are much smarter and faster than me do it. But uh, let's talk about that one. Yeah, that's the, that's a common one. You're, you're trying to put together a website. You're trying to, to you get materials from a photographer or from your, you know, the owner's uh, phone um, or something like that. You know, here, put this image up. Um, and so you get it up there and it displays and you feel fine because it's on your desktop and everything seems to be going fast enough. But what you don't realize is that you didn't optimize the image. So the image is actually way too big. You know, so a phone that like, takes a picture at thousands of pixels across. Um, yeah. And yet, so you end up with this situation. I just had this today actually with another, with another client where they, they were wondering why this one page was very slow and they have um, several locations and they had a picture next to each location. And one of them, it was a very small picture actually on the web page. It maybe was 200 pixels. Yeah, across. so they had sized it on the page to be a certain small size. Yeah. Exactly. And it was three megabytes. The underlying Excellent. image was three megabytes? Yes. It was a three megabyte file that was now displaying at 200 pixels across <laughs> for one of their locations. <laughs> they're, and they're like, why is this so oh slow my God. on mobile? You know? so, so one of the things that I've noticed also recently with, so it's, you have to optimize the images, meaning there's compressors you can run images through, there's resizing, there's a whole host of tools, right? And that's something... Yeah that you know when you hire an seo that's what that's what we do as well yep. right yep but that's one of the do. things that i've seen recently is this thing called svg um mm -hmm. that's a mm -hmm. scalable vector graphic that mm -hmm. um uh, google is a huge proponent of now so if we can get like of a logo a scalable vector graphic um they seem to like that much yep. more it renders way faster it renders way faster and it can scale to any size. So, um, you know, so that's, that's a fantastic format. And there's also, there's a whole um, raft of new image formats coming behind, you know, the classics of GIF and JPEG and ping to um, there's, there's a thing called WebP and WebP images are commonly a fifth the size of a very compressed JPEG and that they look wow. the exact same. So uh, more and more places are adopting support for WebP. Yeah. So you'll start to see new formats even coming up that are mm -hmm. even faster. So again, that, that's, a, it's a, that's a whole other field. We probably could talk about that for a whole podcast. Right. Um, but image optimization is a big and your And your phone, if you took a picture on your phone and sent it, it's usually going to be what, a JPEG or something like that? Yeah, it just saves us a JPEG. JP, yeah. JPG. Okay. Yeah. Um, so... Um, and then the last one on your list here is lots of JavaScript. Now, most of the folks listening to this podcast are not programmers. So um, yeah. give us just a very dumbed down Reader's Digest version of what uh, JavaScript is and how so, it impacts your website. Yeah. So JavaScript is a little bit of um, computer code that can be embedded into your website. So um, simple JavaScript does things like refresh the page when you click on a certain thing or um calculate sizes and things there's just all kinds of things that javascript does and it's meant to be behind the scenes um, but uh the thing about uh, the other thing that it does is it's used to track people through websites so that's when you say we're going to put the facebook pixel on you or we're going to track your your activity through google or whatever um, and then people marketing departments especially in, in 
larger companies will be like, let's do this and let's try this, let's try this one. And here's from Salesforce and here's from this. And they end up putting all this JavaScript for all these other third-party things onto their website. Yeah. Um, I have seen as many as 50. <laughs> um, and so they're loading wow. 50 resources from 50 different servers, every page on their website. And yeah, I asked them, how many do you actually use? They used, and the answer was six. So we were able to get rid of 44 and their pages went much faster. Much faster. So it's, uh, it's generally it's used to either do something on the page in terms of some animation or something, or it's mm -hmm. used even most typically for tracking code. So yeah. dealing with that is a big one. And that, that really is left to the web developers to do. Don't, <laughs> don't try to <laughs> handle that one on your own. So I think just in wrapping up, want to talk about, so what, what's the first step or what's the next step for folks that are listening? And I think, you know, the first thing that I want to know is how can I find out my page speed? There are tools out there, for example, I don't know if you want to talk about a couple of them. If you just Google a website page speed test, you'll come up with mm -hmm. a few, right? Yeah. Yeah. One of the com we commonly use is called GT metrics. Um, and that's what the X at the end, GT metrics. Mm -hmm. And they have some basic functionality that's for free. If you have a paid account like we do, then we can get more functionality and do some testing. But um, this also can get complicated. You'll see like a, a, a you know, a, a flood of information that comes out of you. It gives you a grade and you can see the speed, but if you want to actually figure out why it's slow or, you know, those sorts of things, you might need some more context. So what, um, what I would love to do, uh, for people and what I think their, their next step could be is you're, you can do it yourself. You can take a look at it. Um, but we, I would love to find, uh, people that want to find out the speed of their site that are ready to, you know, uh, look at that and right. you know especially it. in the context of seo obviously yeah right? yeah. yeah exactly so um so we can offer can... a free test i think um what i've set up is an email address uh speed at biz mktg.com so if folks send an email to speed at biz mktg.com i'll hook you up with paul and he can run a um, free test for you. And then um, I think what you've offered is to do a video of some sort. So you can kind of explain it. Yeah, um, I, will, I will walk through the results with you on a video, um, not like a Zoom call. I'll, I'll, I'll record a video and send it to you with um, some analysis, some things that you might wanna look out for, some next steps. Um, you know, red flags, or if it all looks good, I'll say, I'll give you a big thumbs up and say, everything looks good, but at least you'll know mm -hmm. you won't have to, you don't want, you won't be wondering and we'll check it on desktop and on mobile too. Got it. So we'll include a link for that, um, in the uh, show notes as well. So that, 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 that's really helpful. Paul, thanks a lot for uh, covering this topic. It's super important. A lot of folks don't even think about it when it comes to SEO and the um, you know rankings for the website. So thanks for going deep with us on that one and uh, look forward to chatting about SEO and other topics real soon, thanks. All right, thank you, appreciate it. Thanks for listening to this episode of Biz and Life Done Well with Peter Wilson. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and most of the other popular podcast platforms. Please tell your friends about us and 
leave us a review so even more people will find out about us. Thanks again. We'll see you soon.